Welcome to Amplify Ambition. I'm Kristen Edwards, your guide for leadership and workforce development within your small business. Rise to your next level when you tune in and decide to dream loudly. I am super excited to have our first guest of the year on the podcast. Nicole Frazier is a mindset coach who intertwines faith and psychology and science um, as a part of the Level Up Life & Co. Uh, company. You can find her on Instagram, her website, and all sorts of things. But Nicole, welcome to the show. Oh my goodness, Kristen. I am so excited to be here and share some time with you and your audience. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So before we dive into the work that you do, I am multi-passionate and I believe it's really important for us to bring all of who we are to the surface. So we'll hear a lot about your coaching and your strategy and how that operates, but what is that thing that you're really passionate about that is not a part of the business and the work that you do on a daily basis? I am a certifiable gym rat. I actually am certified as a personal trainer, but I never actually, I just went to learn for myself years ago. And I was like that weakling kid who was never in any sports or anything like that. But um, once I hit my twenties, I felt like, I guess that was the beginning of me feeling like I want to feel more powerful and in control. And I, I just like, I'll never forget. I first learned by picking up uh, LL Cool J's book <laughs> that was like all about workout. And I literally taught myself how to lift weights and everything, like reading his book. Um, and I'm, I was just like addicted. So I really believe in like that connection of like mind and body. And um, I feel best when I am like in the gym, lifting weights and like moving my body and seeing my body change and just knowing like that I have like a lot of control over that aspect of my life. So true. I can't say I love being in the gym, but I do agree to how it makes you feel afterwards. And again, seeing that power that you have, of I got to make my arms stronger. I got to make my legs stronger. So I completely agree with the outcome of the gym, even though I'm not <laughs> <Yes>. necessarily excited <laughs> about getting in there all the time. But that's so cool that you've actually, um, you know, found that for yourself and obviously yeah. connecting it to, um, and that's probably the only, you know, way usually they're like, don't read a book. Cause you're not actually a applying it, but you clearly applied what you read in a book. Um, so I, love I used to that. bring it to him and he had the pictures, the reps, the sets, everything. I would like have it in the gym with me and be like, looking, how do I do this? I mean, anyway. half of us are watching YouTube videos to figure it out. So. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. Well, again, you work as a mindset coach. So I'd love to kind of hear what led you to this journey of even coaching and specifically being focused on that mindset side. Oh my gosh. Well, I, feel like I have always been a personal development junkie. I've always, if like, if I was in the bookstore, you were going to find me in like the self-help section. I struggled a lot with self-esteem growing up. I had like an incident in kindergarten where like, I guess my first incident of like bullying really like stuck. It sort of just followed me all throughout middle school and everything like that. Um, and as much as your parents try to build you up and make you feel like you're, you're the bomb. <laughs> you go to school and you're like, well, that's not what everybody else is saying. And, and that always feels like the truer, like thing that you need to believe. Um, but confidence and self-esteem is like a tricky thing. You're not always in this like low spot. So I felt like in the corporate world, in the working world, I could really shine and excel because I'm a quick learner and I have a great work ethic. So 
I really shined in the workplace, kept climbing the corporate ladder. My last job uh, in corporate leaving in uh, 2019, I was a regional director of operations uh, and I oversaw large teams in New Jersey and Virginia. Um, I had 200 people in my organization that like funneled up to me. And um, I, I felt like I was the the shit at that point, Kristen. But when I left corporate, I realized, you know, wow, so much of my identity was now tied up in that title and that big salary and all those things. And uh, it was sort of like a, a refinding yourself of like, who am I? Um, so I took a couple months off and then I was like, you know what? I want to start my own business. And I started a social media management company because I was like, well, I'm really creative. I love to write. I have this like strong background in sales and marketing. Let me do that from home for other people. And I had some instant success just tapping into my existing network. But once I had to start to find new leads, continuous leads, and I realized I have to step out there as my own brand that's when all those like buried insecurities came front and center where it was like, are people going to resonate with me or is my voice alone as myself valuable enough? Um, I had like huge insecurities about being on camera, um, taking photos. Like I was the person who like, like my generation, I'm 45, I'll be 46 in February we did not grow up with like cell phones in our face. There was not smartphones. You know, people had disposable cameras and things like that. Um, I could not show my face on social media. And I was a social media manager. If you scroll way back in my feed on Instagram, I think I show my face on like three of the first 40 posts. And my business started to tank. And I saw other people around me who weren't even as talented per se excelling and, and growing. And the only difference was they were showing up and I wasn't showing up. So I quickly realized like the only thing holding me back is myself. And if I can't get out from under these mindset blocks, like my business, I might as well just close up shop. So that's what spurred me to finally find something that worked for me, even though I have all these self-help books behind me, I was never able to find the thing that actually was lasting and had me feeling the way I wanted to feel. Yeah. And I think it's important to even recognize that in yourself of like, where is, where is this falling off or what is the thing that's different? I think this is the only example where comparing yourself becomes relevant because you're saying, I know I have more talent, I have more knowledge, I have skill set, but they're doing this thing that I'm so scared of. Yeah. That's the difference. And so it wasn't comparing yourself saying that they're better than me, but it's saying here's the thing that they're doing differently that I'm not doing. That's going to be that that decision, that kind of line in the sand of okay, like am I going to make this change so that I can see what I want in my success and in my business. And so um never a fun thing for any of us to admit. Um, but one, thank you for, for sharing that so, so openly, because I think, again, many of us can, can resonate to that point where we're like, all right, time to suck it up and go to that exactly. thing, which I agree is usually video. That's why I like podcasting. Um, and so 
figuring out what works for you so that you can actually have the success that you know you're capable of having in your life. Absolutely. So then you're like, let's focus on mindsets. You shifted from not just social media, but really saying like, I'm going to help other people with their mindset to have that confidence to create that success. And so what are some of you know, kind of the foundational tools that you want your clients to have or that you're constantly sharing on social media for people to develop that kind of confidence for themselves? So yes, like fast forward, being, finding that actual real lasting change and finding that like true version of myself, being able to realize that like, oh my gosh, all these limiting beliefs, these ways that I was limiting my identity, who I truly am, like who I believe God created me to be, um, finding how to step into that. People in my audience started to notice that shift. And then my social media business did start to take off. So I was naturally coaching people. And then people were like, you should just like do this. So that's how I ended up being like, you know what, you're right. And I went and got, I got certified as a mindset coach and spent 18 months going through this amazing program. Anyway, um, when I work with entrepreneurs or small business owners or leaders in the professional world who are struggling with these kinds of things, um, we do our work in the part of your mind that's really running the show and it's your subconscious. So our brain is made up of 95% subconscious thought. And it's the oldest part of your mind. Um, It's the part that controls all of your emotions, but it also stores like all of your experiences, every single thing you've experienced in life, even even if you don't consciously remember it, it's stored there in your mind. Um, And if we're going to have any kind of lasting change, the reason why none of those self-help books helped me was because you can read the how and know, okay, this is what I need to do. But when you're trying to make change and you're just trying to do it on the conscious level by changing your behaviors, um, what ends up happening is you're making that change using your willpower. Willpower is finite. We only have so much every every day. It's like when you walk into the office at 10 a.m. and you're like, I'm not going to have that plate of cookies, right? But by 3 p.m. you're like, screw it. I'm going to have two cookies, right? Your willpower ran out. So Um, that's why you can sort of fake it till you make it with confidence. But as soon as that willpower runs out, you're right back to that baseline. All those old limiting beliefs, those, those things that your mind, your subconscious is holding onto is true. Um, you can't break through that. You can't fake that. So, um, I help clients tap into what is stored. What are these beliefs, these limiting thoughts, um, experiences, that are truly holding you back and preventing you from moving forward. We need to change that and change how you're relating to that so that it won't affect you going forward. Um, And we use a ton of different modalities. Um, I have 12 different um, science-backed modalities that um, I've learned through my program that we use with clients based on what exactly it is that we're going to be working on. I mean, I think it's important that you're, again, you're connecting the, the faith to the science. I think that's something that not everyone does. And so I'd love to hear kind of how you've incorporated your own faith journey into using those various modalities and helping people say like, Hey, this isn't just a quick fix, but a lasting change for me. 
Thank you for asking that because I feel like that is the biggest thing, right? Because if you are a Christian like me and you're reading the Bible, what is like the thread, the story that's going all throughout the Bible? God wants you to lean on him. And anytime you think that you're going to do it on your own in the Bible, it usually ends up in catastrophe, right? They didn't go to ask him what he should do with the battle. You know, they, they tried to do it on their own. Um, you know, it, it, it takes way longer and it's way harder. And then God's like, now do you want to trust me? Okay. Um, and what so many people fail to realize, um, is they are compartmentalizing their faith and they're not bringing that into their business. They're not bringing it into their everyday life. Um, and they're like, well, now I got to deal with these problems and these problems are over here. But a lot of times the struggles that you're facing are actually rooted in the spiritual. So, you know, there's forces out there that would love nothing more than for you to believe the limiting lies about yourself and never step into how God sees you and like that your God-given gifts, your God-given talent, because they were put inside you to fulfill a very specific purpose. So um, we tie that in because your identity, it was given to you by God and it is expansive and there is no limit on that. So anything that you are believing that is limiting, that's in your subconscious, that, that was put onto you, but it's not of you. So I blend the faith and the science because we need to release that to get back to that true, true essence of you, who God created you to be. And once you're that person, it if everything feels effortless and natural, it feels like a coming home to yourself. It doesn't feel like forced. It doesn't feel like some fake, fake it till you make it kind of thing. So that's how I like to weave it in for my clients. I love that. I constantly talk about how being, you know, once you know yourself and you show up as your most authentic self, then everything else starts to fall into place. And I, I love that you're saying that because like in your faith, if you know your identity in Christ, if you know who you are and what you were created to do on this earth, then the rest of those pieces start to line up. That's where your confidence is sparked. That's where you get excitement to show up on camera and exactly. you know, kind of check check through and, and, and complete those various things that you need to do to have that success that you desire. And it's again, going back to what was already in you. It's not about putting on a mask or a facade. It's literally just like, all right, this is me. And it's weird because we all have those insecurities of like, well, if I am my most authentic self, everyone's going <laughs> to laugh at me. And like, not everyone, probably just 10 people, like ignore those 10 and then go show up for the five or six that are actually meant for you who are going through those same insecurities or who have been there. And they're like, I resonate with that. That's my person. That's the person I want to work with. So I, again, I love that you're connecting these two things because it's so often that we're separating, go work hard, check the box, complete this very formal thing. And you're leaving who you are at your core out of it. And so I love that you're, you know, connecting those dots for everyone too. Thank you. It just, you know, that's what I believe is my purpose. To, to marry those two for people. So when you're working with your clients, how, you know, what are those kind of foundational things besides oh, be having that awareness of your subconscious thoughts? What else are you teaching them so that they can walk with confidence, you know, through everything that they're doing in their business and their life? So it's um, very different for every single person because everybody's always starting from a different 
point. We sort of reverse engineer everything. Um, and because your mind's like, I, I like to say like a big onion and we are like peeling back the layers. And a lot of times people are aware of some way that they're holding themselves back or some negative conversation they're always having with themselves. But a lot of times that's not the real issue. So based on what we're dealing with, I, I have different kinds of plans of attack, but the one thing that I think is so important to uh, teach everybody, and I actually do this in my very first session with every single one-on-one -on -one client, is I have a whole session where I'm teaching them how energy works in God's universe, right? Because a lot of people hear energy and they think like woo-woo and like all this stuff, but I just mean the scientific way that energy is working in your body, right? We're all humans. We have electricity going through our bodies. That's why you can do an EKG on your heart and EEG on your brain. Um, and the energy in your body is created by your thoughts and your emotions. And that can't be faked. So when you're going out into the working world, whether you're in corporate or your own business, your energy that you're giving off is creating what you're seeing in your outer world, right? So the way you're thinking about yourself, your potential, your business causes you to feel emotions. And those two things tie together and literally produce uh, electromagnetic frequency that can be felt by others. It's actually, if you can Google um, the emotional frequency scale, you can see how things like gratitude and enlightenment and love measure higher in hurts than feelings like shame, grief, and guilt and fear. So, um, I teach people and it's so important. And I wish I knew this when I was in corporate, um, that when you are trying to have people on your team or clients or anybody rally around you, want to listen to the words, you know, the ideas that you want to bring to the table, right? If you're not feeling right in here, the reaction that you're getting from everybody else is going to be very different. Right. So think of like when you go into a sales call and you're pumped up and you're confident and you're, and you're feeling like on fire, right? A lot of times it's not even the words that are coming out of your mouth that is closing that deal. It's that vibe that you're giving off. When people say vibe, they're like, they think it's just the thing that we say, but your vibration is a real thing, right? It's how like attracts like. And that ties into sales, that like, know, and trust, right? But when you go into that same sales call and you're feeling down on yourself and you're just feeling like nothing's right or whatever, you could be saying the same thing, but it's being received by that other person very differently. Like something was just off with that interaction. So um, I like to first teach people how they can shift their energy simply by shifting their thoughts, which is then going to shift their emotions. And I have a couple practices that I have that I teach them. And I have them go out that very first week after that session and try this out. And the, the shifts and, and the experiences that they're having in their world are completely different just because of the way that they're holding themselves internally. So it's just so true that your inner world always creates your outer reality. Um, and I think that's the most foundational thing to teach everybody. And because that's a theme that gets tied into every other thing that we do. 
I love that. You you started by saying, I wish I knew this in corporate. And you talked about your organization having 200 people. And I think it's important to start these things when you're a solopreneur, when you have only two people on your team that are both part-time contractors and recognizing how I show up for these two people as we think about a, a launch time in, in the business or client delivery, like kind of whatever element you're focused on but showing up for yourself in a certain way, showing up for those two people in a certain way. So whether your desire is to have a team of 200 people in your company, or maybe you're like, I will max at five, that you're still having these same, you know, wheels of repetition of like, this is how I operate. This is the energy that I need when I go into a team meeting. This is the energy that I need even if we're having like a not so fun performance conversation. Um, and so I'd love for you to kind of unpack that a little more. Like, how do you, you know, is there like a tip or technique or whatever that you want to share of just like, what's that mindset, you know, even when I'm working with a very small team or a group of people? I love that question. Um, because I think that um, when I think back to my time in corporate, it's so fast paced, right? And you can be, setting your intentions on the drive in, but very quickly be pulled out of character. <laughs> you know, when things go sideways, alarm bells are going off. Um, so we have to continually be bringing ourselves back to the present moment. And I think that a lot of leaders, no matter how large of a team you're, you're running, um, do themselves such a disservice by not giving themselves that time by not giving themselves time to get present, reconnect with themselves, gather like their emotions, which is going to get their energy in check before they get onto that call, before they walk into that next meeting, things like that. So one of the things that you can do um, to always be aware of like, where is my energy in this moment is to just follow this like three-step process. So you ask yourself, how am I feeling right now? say you're feeling stressed, you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling angry, um, you're feeling anxious. So many studies show that by simply naming that emotion, you can lessen the, the feeling of it in your body. Um, so then if you're like, okay, I'm feeling really anxious. The next thing to ask yourself is what am I focusing on? Energy flows where like focus is. So you, you have to have this like little conversation with yourself in the third person. Well, I'm focusing on how nervous I feel to go in there and give this presentation and all these things are riding on the line. Okay. So what you need to do is shift what you're doing with your body in that moment. So it's, how am I feeling? What am I focusing on? What am I doing with my body in this moment? Right? Because when your mind is worked up, it likes to get caught into a loop. And to get yourself out of that, one of the things you can do is get back into your body. Well, sitting on my desk, I'm looking at my papers because I'm trying to get my thoughts organized. Well, you need to get yourself back into a posture of like control. That's like a very uh, quick way to do things, right? Because your, your mind has a lot of um, strong neural connections, so it knows when you're sitting at your desk or even standing and you're like collapsing on yourself, you're like hunched over that Nicole doesn't feel very confident right now, right? But just by pulling yourself into that positive posture, 
right? There's even a Ted talk on it with the power posing. Um, your, that your body, your mind starts to recognize this is how Nicole stands when she's feeling good. So I need to shift the chemicals being released in my brain, which after a couple minutes, you're going to start to release testosterone. You're going to start to release some serotonin because your body's like, all right, she's feeling good. She's feeling in control. She's feeling powerful. So that's just like one quick thing that you can do whenever you're feeling like this day is not going right and I need to get back on track. Yeah. I mean, I think we often hear about grounding and centering. You're like, what on earth does that mean? And so for you to make it so plain and realistic of like, what are these, here are these questions I can ask myself, how can I sit up straight and think about my posture and take five seconds to breathe? Um, just so many things that we can do to really take out that negative and, re, you know, focus in on those, the good things on the purpose of what we're doing or why we're doing it or who we're supporting. It's so often when you hear, and it, it starts to sound cliche because you hear it a lot, but you hear it a lot because it's true. What is the mission of your business? Why do you do what you do? Whenever you go back to that, why that purpose, that mission, all of a sudden you're like, all right, I can get through accounting and tax season because I know that staying in compliance with the law helps me to serve these women in the lives that I'm transforming in the work that I'm doing. So whether it's as gruesome as taxes or it's as exciting as actually showing up on a sales call or actually showing up for a coaching conversation, whatever it is that you're doing, bringing yourself back to the why, that mission, that purpose. But I love those questions that you're giving people to reflect, like take, take literally two minutes to pause and be like, okay, where are we going? All right, I can do this now and to recenter yourself. But again, not just the mental side of it, but the physical. And this explains your gym rat part portion as well of like that posture. How are you standing or sitting in a moment so that your mind and your body can connect into the work that you're doing? Love that. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I could give you another example just for your audience, actually two quick things that they can do with their body. So your, your mind has a super strong neural connection to this muscle at the top of your cheek by your eye. And it, so when you have a true smile, that muscle is activated and your cheeks raise and your eyes like sort of squint a little bit. So if you hold a pen in your teeth, smile for like 16 seconds, it activates that top cheek muscle. After about 16 seconds, your mind starts to, your brain starts to release serotonin because it's like, this means she's happy. This muscle activating means she's happy. So just like your mind is so strong, your body can follow your mind, but your mind can also follow your body. So if you can't get your mind there, you get your body there first. Another quick example is, have you, do you have a pet, a dog? I do not. I'm not okay. an animal person. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. If anybody has a dog um, or has been around dogs, every now and then you'll see dogs interact with a human or another dog, and then they walk away and they shake their whole body head to tail. They sort of like shake it all out. Right. The reason they're doing that is they have this ability to shake, to reuptake adrenaline into their system. So they've had a lot of adrenaline from that, like stressful or excited uh, interaction. And now they shake it off to re-regulate their nervous system. Well, we as humans can do that as well by manually jumping up and down, shaking out our limbs, shaking our head, 
shaking our you know legs and feet. So when you are feeling anxious and nervous, if you can like get into the bathroom, close your office door, jump around, shake it out for a little while, you can reuptake some of that stress, that cortisol and that adrenaline that is coming into your body before you're about to go and do that presentation or, you know, go into a stressful uh, conversation with one of your employees or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm always down for a dance party, but um, <laughs> with, with or without music, <laughs> it makes complete sense what you're saying. So again, like these are such practical ways of just like, you know, again, going into a sales call, going into a presentation, um, hyping yourself up just to sit down and do some of the back end work, even like I know I've done many dance parties and I'm like, and I just have to type an email. <laughs> um, but it's like, what do I need to get that energy moving in my body to sit down? And so I love that you're again explaining the psychology behind some of these physical things that we're doing or we've seen other people do as well. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Awesome. Well, you have shared so many tips, not only in your personal story, but how you help helped clients and um, leaders in general, just to say, okay, this is how I can transform my own mindset so that I can grow my business, be successful, and also bring my team members into that. And so as people are like soaking in, hopefully taking notes or at least bookmarking where they need to come back and listen, what is that one thing that you really want people to remember either from this conversation or just like if they see you in general, you're like, this is my mission. I mean, gosh, if it's about my mission, I I have to say, you know, I want everybody to realize you're, you don't have to do it alone. You have this amazing, powerful, abundant source called God, and he is always at the ready for, to help you. So like lean on him first before you try to search out a social media guru or go buy a book or whatever, right? Like how can God speak to you if you are always sticking your phone in your face? You have to lean on him first. Um, And then I know that this sounds cliche, but you really do have everything you need inside of you. So some people will say, well, then why do I need anybody else's help, any other human's help, right? Well, God did put us on this earth to help each other. But if you are getting great sound advice, it's somebody telling you, It's in here. It's already in there. We just need to uncover it and figure out why you're not letting it come through and shine. And you absolutely can get to that version of yourself, even if it's somebody that you have never been able to be before. Um, So I just want everybody to know that they have that potential. It's already inside of them and um, God's there to help. I love that. Thank you. And if someone's listening and they're like, I need Nicole's help. I know that Nicole is the person who's going to help me to unlock that power that's already in me and kind of activate what God has put inside me. Where can they find you? How can they connect with you and learn more to work with you? Um, Well, for the easiest place I feel like is on Instagram and you can find me at level up life and co and, um, or I have a website levelupliveandco.co. And I sort of go through my whole program under the services page and let you know, like what we do session by session. Um, but always feel free to just drop in and send me a message. Like I am so chill. Um, and I love just having conversations and 
you know, seeing if, if we're a good fit. And if we're not, I love re recommending and referring people out to other resources. Thank you so much. It has been so great. I think a lot of times mindset just got, gets put in this fluffy category. And so I really appreciate you making it so practical and so tangible so that people can start their year with tons of success, you know, knowing what to do and how to get there. And so I really appreciate you coming on the podcast and sharing today. Well, I had a ball and I would love to come back sometime. So keep me in your mind when you ever want to have these kind of conversations. Well. Thanks for taking the time to listen to Amplify Ambition. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone you know. And until next time, dream loudly.